Thank you for joining us in The Me Suite. I'm Donna Peters. At the soul of The Me Suite is the conviction that we should run our own personal lives with the same discipline that C-Suites use to run the companies we most admire. The C-Suite wakes up every day focused on three key decisions. Number one, are we living the core values? Number two, is everything humming smoothly day to day? And number three, how do we stay fresh and relevant for the future? We should run our own individual lives no differently. What we value, how we make others feel, how we operate, how we make and spend money, how we stay fresh and relevant, all are decisions we should be making about our own lives. You get the idea. We each need a C-suite mentality to run our own lives. We each need a me-suite, a source of power for the life-minded. Let's get in there. On this episode of The Me Suite, we are going to interview someone who has had a Me Suite mindset before it was cool to call it a Me Suite mindset. Someone who has been both career oriented and life minded in the way that she drives her career, her family decisions, and the decisions she makes about her own self development. A true, authentic role model for The Me Suite. I would like to introduce you to Felicia Faulkner. Today, Felicia is a senior director at a services company where she focuses on strategy and business development. And prior to that, she received an undergrad degree at Wharton. She has an MBA from the Chicago Booth School. And in those educational times, she focused on healthcare and entrepreneurship. That's an area that's been very passionate for her. She has also taken a gap year in her past. I think at a time before it was cool to call it a gap year. She also has had a year-long sabbatical where she took a moment to focus on not-for-profit international organizations. So I think we're going to learn a lot from Felicia because this is the way that she's been thinking and operating her life. It's just in her DNA. Welcome, Felicia Faulkner. Hi, Donna. I'm so thrilled to be here and to be part of the Me Street community. This is something I'm personally passionate about. They don't really teach this in school. And so just listening and hearing from all of your uh, different clients and people in the community is, is really great for me. So thank you for having me here. It's wonderful. You know, Felicia, that I start with core values and how core values have guided the key decisions that you've made in your life. Can you share your core values with our listeners? Thanks, Donna. The two values that come to my mind are responsibility and adventure. For me, I'm the oldest child of an immigrant family. My husband is a only child. And so we feel a really strong sense of responsibility for our parents and to our close family members. And I'll give a couple examples. So two years ago, we moved my in-laws from where they lived in suburban Indiana all the way down to downtown Chicago so that they could be part of our daily lives and they could be really close to us. And this sense of responsibility wasn't even something that my husband and I even needed to talk about, per se. Right before we got married, we made a promise to each other that if anything had ever happened to either one of us, that we would take care of our parents for the rest of their lives. And so um, this is just something that we feel passionate about. And it's a big responsibility uh, to have that responsibility, but it's important to us. Wow. Wow, Felicia, that's amazing. I also feel an additional sense of responsibility to prove something since my parents, they really sacrificed everything to move us to the U.S., especially now with all the immigration issues. I feel really fortunate to have grown up in the U.S., to be able to go to the best schools, to be able to work here in the U.S., and to be able to travel freely. Um, that's something that you know we try to 
say thank you to our parents whenever we can. For our wedding a couple of years ago, um, a lot of my friends, they throw big elaborate weddings for 200 plus people, but we decided to go a different route. We ended up taking our immediate family to Hawaii for a week-long vacation to really say thank you for bringing us to this point of our lives. Oh, this is amazing. Thank you for sharing this. You're getting uh, quite intimate and vulnerable with some of these examples, and I really appreciate you giving this so much thought. Yeah, well, I uh, want to also share my second core value, which is adventure. Um, This is something that has been near and dear to my heart. As you heard, I took some time off um, early in my career to do nonprofit uh, international consulting work. And so I have been fortunate to do that throughout my career and throughout my life. I actually met my husband while we were hiking in Machu Picchu in Peru. And that was one of the top things that really bonded us. And in the last years, we've been able to be fortunate to travel to 25 countries together. Wow. And we typically have, yeah, it's, it's been a lot. <laughs> uh, we typically have two or three in the queue at any one time. We just got back from Jordan and the UAE recently, and we'll go to Greece and Russia later this year. For me, it's really important to have that adventure. Every time we go and visit somewhere new, I come back with a renewed sense of empathy and amazement and to really just understand different perspectives and how world events are digested differently by Mm. other people in other parts of the world. When we were in Jordan, the Middle East um, was undergoing the recent Iraqi airstrikes and to hear it from other people's perspectives in that region was really all inspiring to understand how the global mindset is so important and how to step outside of my little box that I live in day to day. Mm -hmm. But in order to be able to travel a lot, you know, we've had to make a lot of decisions about how we lead our lives to be able to do that. So we don't have fancy cars. We don't live in a very extraordinary, uh, nice building or anything like that. And we chose our jobs for our um, not only just being passionate about what we do in our careers, but also the, the type of work where we can have remote work and have PTO balances to be able to go do this travel. And so... Um, That's something that's really important to us. Wow. See, and there you go, being a perfect example of how I introduced you of balancing the career orientation with the life-mindedness. So you're you're living up to your introduction in these stories that you're telling. I try my best. (laughs) So I do want to go back to one thing you said about meeting your husband while hiking in Machu Picchu. Can you share with us, what was that like? You're, You're going up the mountain, he's going down the mountain, and you stop and think, oh my gosh, I've got to meet that person. What, what is, how did that happen? Oh, I wish it was that serendipitous. That would be pretty cool. But uh, we were both on a pre-MBA trip that was um, sponsored by the school. So there was 16 okay. of us. But the interesting thing was that um, on the very last day, right about as you're about to summit to get to Machu Picchu, mm-hmm. the two of us happened to get lost from the rest of the group. And so we had two hours of trying to find Machu Picchu and getting to know each other. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) That's great. Would you ever have plans to go back? Is it like your 25th wedding anniversary is going to be hiking Machu Picchu again? My knees would not handle it. Okay. The stairs there are a little too much for my knees. (laughs) That's a really fun story. Thank you for sharing that. So the two uh, core values were responsibility and adventure. That's right. Wonderful. Now, one of the concepts in the Me Sweet mindset is the idea that there are disciplines that we are using very thoughtfully, very planfully in our work lives 
disciplines that C-suites are using to run some of the companies that we most admire, but they're disciplines that we should be using in our own lives and managing our own selves like a company with rigor and with discipline. Are there certain things that you have disciplines in your own life that you're using to share with the listeners? Yes. So when I came out of my MBA program and my husband uh, simultaneously did as well, we started going into the real world with almost half a million in expenses from just being out of work for two years Mm -hmm. and going for an MBA and with all the tuition. And so we realized that it was going to be really important to have a rigorous savings plan to be able to achieve what we want to achieve later in life and Mm -hmm. retirement. When I talked about this with my other colleagues at work, um, one financial savvy colleague shared something that he's been doing and has been really successful for him. Mm -hmm. And so that was an invaluable lesson for me. And I want to share it with all the listeners and hopefully may help somebody um, to be able to save one day. Terrific. So every dollar, the principle here is that every dollar that comes in through your paycheck has a place to go uh, and it doesn't just get dumped into your checking account. So the, the theory behind it is that you allocate the money beforehand. So it's all budgeted and it's not like you're trying to save after the fact. Mm-hmm. So you max out on every work sponsored savings opportunity, 401k, Roth 401k, HSA. So that does not even, even hit your checking account. Then the remainder of that does go into your automatic deposit checking account. But then I have automated biweekly withdrawals that go to a high yield savings account, which then goes into an automated investment plan a couple times a month to be able to pull that money and buy index funds with. Mm -hmm. And so this way, all my savings are done beforehand. I've set it up. I've let it run now for a couple of years. And it's not even something I look at other than just seeing the balance grow in my retirement fund. And so this is something that has been really valuable for me just to be able to not have uh, to think about it all the time and be disciplined on the front end. And so I hope that might help some of your listeners come up with a similar process and achieve their savings goals. Yeah, and it's something very specific. I love in the me suite to say, give me advice that I can start doing differently on Monday. So to get past the theory and get down to reality and something I could really start to do. And it's a beautiful example of that. Yeah, I also watched a documentary that was talking about this concept recently. It was called FIRE, Financial Independence Retire Early. Mm -hmm. And the concept of it is you view every spending decision from the context of how many more months of work do I have to do in order to fund this now with the principal compound interest happening. And so... For me, every decision, every big purchase I make now is through that lens. Is it really worth working an extra three months or would I rather retire early, travel the world, be healthy, spend time with my family? And that's been eye-opening to think of financial savings in that context. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And do you have some advice on how you had these conversations as a couple, whether people decide to marry officially or just be life partners? How do you have that conversation? Did you just get lucky (laughs) that you found someone willing to have those conversations with you? Or was it more planful? I I think there's some learnings here. I think it starts with screening. Make sure that when you're dating, you screen somebody uh, that has similar (laughs) values as you. Um, Yeah. Along the way, we we did have these conversations and make sure our values aligned. And so I think that's really important. You know, one of the biggest factors out there of, of relationships not working out is 
disagreement or misalignment around finances. And mm-hmm. so that was something that we were very cognizant of and made sure we addressed early on. Yeah. I have a MeSuite podcast on the concept of options, that options are power because options make us feel in control. And the way to build options, one is through the people that you choose to bring in your life. One is through the skills and thinking very fungibly about the skills that you have for the future that you want. The third one is around finances. And the fourth one is around health. And I think in this short discussion, you have given very beautiful examples of the people component and the financial component of building options for yourself to have the future that you desire to have. It's wonderful. Thanks. I didn't even know I was working within a framework. You, you were. <laughs> You're a strategist. Of course you were. <laughs> I learned from the best. So you may remember from listening to my other podcasts that I like to ask my me sweet guests, my sweeteners, is there anything else that we did not talk about today that you're passionate to share with the listeners as you think about building a me sweet mindset? Yes. And this is something that I try to do every single day. So health and wealth go hand in hand, but at the end of every day, we're all exhausted and we can't think about exercising a lot of times. And so for me, I found the simplest way to do this is just to track steps. I try to get 10,000 steps a day, uh, just walking around, perhaps going to the gym, but it all really does add up. The hardest days for me is when I travel for work. So I'll get up early, go to the airport, have a meeting during the day, have a work dinner with colleagues at night. And then you're back at the hotel at nine or 10 o'clock at night and you're just physically exhausted and you're probably not going to go to the gym. So I have had a lot of those days in my life. And so thinking proactively, what could I do to change to get more exercise in the day? Mm -hmm. I've now started to go to the airport, um, ideally 30 minutes earlier than I normally would. I can walk around in the terminals inside for half an hour. I'll get half my steps for the day just there try to do it on the other side, on the landing airport as well. And then at the end of the day, um, and I know it's tough, but I've tried to make it better. I go to the gym with my Netflix uh, account and Mm -hmm. just binge watch some TV while I'm on the (laughs) treadmill. And so it does make it a little easier to get the steps in. And a couple extra steps every day, it really does add up. If you get 10,000 steps every day, that's almost 2,000 miles a year. And that makes a big difference for keeping your body healthy and your mind active, being able to um, keep doing what you love doing. That's a great example. And again, so practical, something we could start doing differently on Monday. Yes. And I have one last sweetener. Oh, what um, is it? I go, to, I go to Starbucks a lot. Um, when you're on the road, you see it in the airport and you just want that. Yeah. So I get sugary drinks. And so my last sweetener is that opt for the tall instead of the grande, and then your body will really thank you. (laughs) That's wonderful. I do want to correct something that you said, though. You mentioned binge-watching Netflix on the treadmill. I think what you meant to say is that you were binge-listening to the MeSuite podcast on the treadmill. Uh, Obviously. Is that what you meant? Obviously, binge listening through all the episodes. That's what I was thinking. But also in this last example, you just hit uh, the third. No, sorry. You just hit. Yeah. The third of the four elements in the options or power framework. We talked about people bringing into your life. We talked about financial strength. Health was one of them. And you just talked about your, your health plan. So now you're only missing the fourth one of the four. So I would like to talk about that so you can complete the whole framework. And Let's do it. <laughs> the fourth one was 
skills and thinking fungibly about your skills and the future skills that you're going to need to have the future that you want to have. How do you think about continuous learning? Well, I think being a part of the MeSuite community, I mean, at this point in my career, I'm still early enough, but listening to what others have gone through and listening about practical advice and building up those skills, whether Mm -hmm. it's financial advice or how to get ahead at work or how do you deal with conflict and feedback, all those skills are things that I need to build up um, to be successful at work and then also apply those at home. Mm Mm-hmm. I am so glad that we were not technically in the same generation because I don't believe I would have gotten a job offer if I had to compete with you in the interview process. I'm so glad you hired me. (laughs) You truly, truly are a role model, Felicia. And I learned from you every day. And the future is a better place with you in it. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Donna. This has been my pleasure to be able to be part of this. And thanks for thinking of me. Thank you for joining us in the MeSuite. I'm Donna Peters. Have we got you thinking about your core values and what you're needing in your own MeSuite? Subscribe to the podcast. Share your core values with us and visit me on Facebook or at themesuite.com. That's the-me-suite.com. Suite like executive suite. Themesuite.com. That's the-me-suite.com. The MeSuite a source of power for the life-minded.